0: Good evening, uh, good morning as always, uh, welcome to the 24th episode of the AG podcast, I'm going to be the host again for a second week running this time, um, obviously I'm Jaminator, and uh, with me as always Ash, a bit under the weather this week mate. Yeah, got
1: the, got the cold at the moment, a bit of the lurgy but I'm, uh, I'm doing alright getting there.
0: Yeah, well obviously without you it wouldn't happen so thank god you're here. Um, and then, uh, unusually for us, mate, we've actually got two newbies on with us as well. So, uh, got to be on form tonight. Uh, if we go over to uh, Mouse first. So, uh, evening, mate.
2: Good evening, guys. How are we?
0: Yeah, not bad. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks for joining us. Are you excited?
2: Absolutely,
3: mate. Let's get this going.
0: Fantastic. And uh, and uh, good evening to uh, finally a League One manager, Wince. Evening, all. How are we doing, mate? You all right?
3: Doing good, yep. Looking forward to, to this tonight. So, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Fantastic. Well, it'd be nice to have someone from League One on to, uh, to sort of get a, a different opinion. Obviously, we do get accused quite a bit of being quite heavy towards the Prem. So uh, not not tonight. Some grassroots football.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It needs more funding. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we'll just uh, have a quick flick through as to how it's going to go. So obviously we've got the uh, the obviously each individual league chart, first of all. So Prem Championship League One. <clears throat> we'll then uh, sort of move on to some of the transfers and swaps that have happened early into the season obviously only just into the uh, well by this time this goes out we'll be just into the third game week and already we've seen you know mounds and mounds of cash move for players and loads of different big swaps so uh, very interesting uh, we've also have a little bit of a chat about the uh, the BFA we've had as well and then uh, I think obviously with Mouse and Ash both partaking in the F1 um, we'll probably have long overdue a chat about that and then we'll finish off with some listeners' questions, which will have come in. Um, and obviously, it'll be £5 million for the best question. So, I'll have to make sure we uh, we have a good vote on that at the end. So, first of all then, boys, let's uh, just have a look at the Prem. I don't know, Mouse and Wince, if you guys have got the, uh, the tables in front of you, but I'll just run them through. Have So uh, So, we've got Ash, the, uh, the, obviously, last season champion. He's still there at the top. Uh, 18 goals, 4-9 against, 10 points out of four games. So, very, very impressive. Um, Aaron 2nd, Tans 3rd, Colmore 4th, Jaxie 5th, myself in 6th, Joe 7th, Mouse 8th, ninth is Storm, 10th, Burger, Messi 11th, Buncee yet to play a game because he's away in Canada or Cambodia or somewhere in 12th and Jordy Croft rock bottom in 13th having lost all his games. So uh, Ash, first of all then mate, um, how are you doing it and what's, what's happened this season?
1: Yeah, um, it's been a good start. Um, you know, two good games um, just recently against Geordie Crawford managed to take six points um, shouldn't have taken six points because he deserved something out of those games, it's a case of a typical FIFA um, but yeah I mean can't really moan ten points out of the first four games, one or three of them um, it is what I'd have called a good start but it'll be um, got some tough fixtures coming up soon so that's where the, uh, the real test is going to start beginning
0: Who's up next for
1: you? Um, that is a <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: whoever it is, obviously, I'm sure uh,
1: he'll do well. I, I just uh, yeah. Um, yeah there you go. Uh, Col
0: Colemore. Oh, see, I think again, I put him as dark horse. I think he's going to do well. I put him as finishing fourth overall. Yeah, and I think you know, I mean, he, he took sort of four points off Berger. That's that's not any mean feat, really. Berger's not not the chump he was at the start of last season um so he's not done bad there um mouse how have you found your first two fixtures back in the prem
2: uh well i've only played Jaxi so far i've got to play Berger at some point this week to get that completed uh playing Jaxi first game of the season first game absolutely annihilating me not gonna lie he could have had six seven eight take your pick it took it a bit easy towards the end second game i think i took him a bit more by surprise uh stuck in a bit with my defenders, defending well and snatched the win off him to be fair. So quite content with the three points off a very, very good player.
0: I mean I think to be fair, you, again you're not gonna be uh you're gonna be in quite scant company, I reckon, sort of getting any points off him this season. He he when I've been playing him in friendlies, he is, you know, he could have easily scored sort of ten against me in a friendly we played the other night. So I think he's, again, considering I put him sort of mid-table in my actual preview, I think he's going to do really, really well this season. Um, I think, you know, obviously I've not played him in the league yet, of course. I don't think I've got him for a while, but he uh, he is shaping up to be quite good. Could be uh, challenging yourself up there, Ash. Um, yeah, but Wins, uh, from an outsider looking in, what do you think? Any surprises? Any shocks?
3: Not really. There's, a, there's again, the new boys, which have sort of... In, in our league as well have sort of impressed on their first couple of games. But uh Colmo as well, he's sitting in fourth, he's played played one played two, one one and drawn one. I think as you say, he'll be up there as well. Um the old boys again Ash always up the top. Iron has probably surprised me a bit too. Mm. I thought Iron would have been around mid table. So to see him sort of three wins from four games is um yeah surprising.
0: I mean, Aaron. Aaron's played uh, Joe and Storm. So obviously, him and Joe shared a winner piece, and he took six points off Storm. Um, which again, you know, it's it's that's not that's not an easy game. You know, I mean, I played Storm uh, the other night in our league games, won one and, and lost one. You know, sort of won two nil in the first, lost three two in the second. And I don't care what anybody says, but with a team like his, he's going to be formidable across the season. Um, I mean, I was just looking through the squads as well, Ash and. Uh, Looking at yours, again, I would argue, and obviously everybody's guilty of this at some stage, sometimes maybe a little bit of tinkering can actually be a detriment. I mean, your squad, I've, I've seen it stronger, I've got to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, I, I've, I've not done too much so far this season in the market. Um, you know, it, it's, I, I think I'm finding myself in a bit of a case at the moment where I'm not too decisive over what to do, you know, whether to mix it up a little bit. Um but I mean, we've said this before, haven't we? I mean, some people ship and shape their team like there's no tomorrow, um, and I mean, you have some people that will keep their team would happily keep their team for the entire season. Um, it's just finding that right balance. So not not done too much so far to start this season, but um, we'll uh, we'll hopefully get something going in the next couple of the uh, next couple of days or so. But yeah, yeah, it's all about finding the balance.
0: Yeah, I think it's an interesting point. Again, obviously, and one of the interesting things, of course, you know, we've still got what myself and, and someone else to play Buncey as well. Um, and obviously, you know, he's got four fixtures to catch up on when he gets back, plus the ones that are released, obviously, uh, tomorrow. So, or today when you guys hear the podcast, I'm guessing. So, it'll be an
3: interesting uh, way to see how it uh, shapes up. And Ash, uh, sorry, can I just put in? i yeah, just yeah. looking. You've got uh, Messi scored six goals against you, which yeah, is sort of yeah. quite
1: surprising too. Uh yes, <laughs> yes no we had uh we had a good couple of games uh me Messi, um you know it was obviously my first game of the season, new being to the league so I wasn't really too sure what to expect but yeah I mean the first game I think it was f- uh, four all, which I mean was just well, <laughs> poor it was a, it was a game and a half let's say that um but yeah no um he, he's he's going to be a good player I think and he's going to be a little bit of a dark horse, um this season I think Messi.
0: Mm. I mean again personally I, I can't see him doing much I'll be honest I think I think I feel like him the, the bottom three as they are now probably will be the bottom three um which I know sounds crazy considering we're only what one two fixtures in um I think it'll just be uh it'll be interesting really um so moving on to uh, the championship then um again I'll just sort of run down the championship and some fantastic results in this uh in this league already we said it would be tight but uh We've got Bry in first on on 10 points, so again, undefeated, similar to yourself, Ash. Um, We've got Plunkett in second, Paulo's third, Jeff fourth, Goldenbeard fifth, Recluse in sixth. Harry, probably a surprise package, won both his games in seventh. Uh, Payne in eighth, Packfish in ninth, Joby in tenth, Mark in eleventh, Bertie twelfth, and Riverman thirteenth. I mean, there's only one place to start, really, and that's with the result from the other night. Um, which was, uh, I, I don't quote me, but I think it was something like 7-1 and, and 6-1 uh, for Big B against, Ryan, uh, against Riverman. Um, I mean, Mouse, if we come to you, I mean, shocked on that one, do you think, considering they were both sort of recently in League One, so similar standard?
2: Absolutely, mate. I've actually got it uh, in a bit of my notes here that I've written down that he scored 15 past River in one in, over the two games. Wow. Man, that's absolutely phenomenal starts from any player against any player never mm. mind two players battling out of the championship i'm really surprised with river because every time i play him we generally have good games as you say but to score 15 goals over two games is just phenomenal bry's really set the standard high and hopefully he can continue it for the rest of the season
0: I think it's an interesting one. I mean, again, sort of, I think we uh, we joked, and obviously we had River on the last podcast, Ash, and I sort of said he could be a dark horse for going up. I mean, he's completely shafted me with there, hasn't he, really? I mean, let's be honest, he's he's on one point, minus 14 goal difference. He's got no hope um, already, which is quite quite interesting. Um, but again, you look at it, and again, it's, it's tight, you know, top six, like we thought, you could even probably include Harry in that as well um you know a sort of one two three points max between all of them it's it's quite interesting um obviously wins you know this is a, a division that yourself obviously you could have could have easily been in this year um you know what what do you think how do you see it sort of panning out so far?
3: It's, it's a division I never want to get into, to be honest. You know, I'm quite happy <laughs> down in League 1. <laughs> we don't get, that, ever get we, into it.
0: We look, get that impression, mate.
3: <laughs> yeah, looking at the League in League 1 this year, I don't think I will get up. But yeah, it's a, it looks a good league. I think, again, last year was a very tight league. Um, I think you're talking, there's maybe like most of the... Like 80% of the league could actually uh, look at getting up, you know, whether the top two positions are through the playoff. This year could be the same. You know, you, as you say... Probably the bottom two, bottom three maybe will go down. Maybe up the Joby, actually. Mm. Um, but the rest could all push for that uh, automatic or playoff position. I wouldn't actually want to put a bet on to see who it would go up automatically because I think it would be a, a stab in the dark.
0: I think, for me, as early as it is, Ash, I mean, looking at the uh, the league as it is right now, yeah. I think come the end of the season, what we're only... Four game fixtures in, well, four fixtures in. Sorry, two game weeks in. You could easily flip that table, complete sort of one eighty, and have Riverman top, thirty second. Maybe you know, there's no, there's no worries that could happen, really, yeah. when you look at the quality in that league. And I think we talked about it last podcast, how tight it is. Yeah. Um. You know, and I, I think you know, he he said, "Oh, you're going to give me some credit this week." I could still see Harry finishing bottom. You know, even though he's up there in seventh. <laughs> and, and that's not a criticism, well, it is a criticism, I guess, isn't it? But it's not a direct criticism. I just, I don't feel like um, it's a true, until we maybe get five, three, so about four or five game weeks in, I don't think we can truly comment on the championship. I think League One and the Prem, different. But I think the championship, it needs to take shape and it all depends on, on the form. I mean, what do you think, Ash?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think that league is going to be such a tight league, um, and I, I I put my neck out on the line and say that I think it won't be decided till the final game of the season. That um, later thing, really. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just there's so many players in that league that you pinpoint and you think you know they could go on and do well, um, they could go on and do well, um, you know it it's quite a strong league, you know if anything I'd probably say it's even as strong as um, you know in terms of the competitiveness uh, in that division it's as competitive as the Premiership in terms of players. Yeah. You know, you really couldn't call how it will go. So I think it's going to go down to the last game of the season. Obviously, it's too far. It's too early in the season to, um, you know, really pinpoint who I think it's, that's going to be. But, I mean, just looking now, you know, this Big B, obviously, if he continues that form, um, you know, he's going to be up there. Plunkett, Paul, Jeff Anthony, Golden Bit. Uh, I mean, this is it. And then you've got Malian, Bertie, Riverman, you know, um Joby all down the bottom as well. So there there's so many ways it could go. Um but i I suppose for those down the bottom, it's about getting back into the uh into the fight and then staying up there. Um so yeah, it's a long way to go, but I think that's this will probably be the uh, the more competitive division out of the three this season.
0: Yeah, I think again, obviously we can do it to its death, but I think it will be Interesting, like you say, maybe not until the last game of the season, but near enough. Um, you know, and again, you've got so many ex-prem players and and people who should be prem players in there. A lot of those players will do well if they do get up, so it will be interesting for sure. Um, I mean, moving on, um, I say to uh, to league one. So again, you've probably got it in front of your lads, but I'll just win it down anyway. So we've got um. Rhino, the uh, cereal bottler, along with yourself, Wintz, I'm afraid. (laughs) up there in uh, in first position. (laughs) Uh, We've got Burnsy in second, Dio third, Hilly fourth, Tunner's fifth, Worm sixth, Wintz in seventh, Naked's eighth, Bonzi ninth, Rye Jones tenth, Soggy eleventh, Gaz twelfth, Wizbox thirteenth. So it was the only one place to start, really, and that's with yourself, Wintz. I think the bottom three, I don't really think... You know, I, don't, I wouldn't expect any less to be honest from from those three. I think they're probably where they are about right, if we're being honest. Um, I mean, Diadex, he could be a surprise package. Maybe Burns. I mean, what's
3: your thoughts on the the league wins it? I think, yeah, I totally agree with. Um, so Sorgi so can surprise you, so he can, but it's, he will probably finish in the in the bottom three. I have to say, this league, over the years I've generally been in this league, but this to me, from the people I've played, is probably the toughest year. They're the toughest season there's been for League one. Some of the new guys like um, Hilly come in and Naked as well. I played both those boys and I was lucky to get, well, I got a win from each, but I had a defeat from each too. And you know, I'm happy enough coming away with that. I have to catch my points with somebody else, but you've got Rhino started really well, but I'm saying that, he's had a an easy four games to be honest, and he should mm. be. He's played Wizzy and he's played uh, Gasgrass. Um, I think I could beat God's grasp with my eyes closed, you know, blindfolded. But here, um, <laughs> to be honest, you know, so you've got Burnsy. Uh, the Odex has really improved as well. Last season, I think I played him in the playoff and just about beat him. Uh, Tunners is always tough to beat. Emo, he just played Emo tonight. And again, he, he beat me. 3 1 or something in the first game. Now I I spanked him in the second, but he's bought well, so he has as well. He's he's got that team playing well. Naked, Bonzi, Ryan Jones. You know, there's a lot of players there that are pushing for the the automatic two and then the the four playoff positions. And to be honest, I'll be happy enough to finish in the playoff position. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's really my team. I've done a few changes. Tried to do a few other changes and, and maybe get rid of some of the bigger players, but just didn't happen. So I'll probably end up again. I think Ash mentioned it. Some managers will do changes all the time, and other managers will just sort of pick and choose. I would be in the latter there. I only I'd do a few changes per season, but um, mm. I'm happy enough with the team. One or two positions, but yeah, I could look at. But no, I'm not too bothered if I don't bring anyone else in. I'll maybe pick somebody up in the BFA. But yeah, it's sort of like Rand Jones. He he's played for. Um, and he's only got two draws, two defeats from it, which is quite surprising. Uh, I'd also like to have a word with whoever done the fixtures, because my first eight fixtures are the probably the top seven eight <laughs> players I have to play in the league. Hey, you got
0: a really
3: easy running then there. Yeah, well, as the whole thing. I need to get the points in on the board, mm. pushing on to the last few, three or four games, you know. But, yeah, I have a really, really tough tough start to the season, so the board might be getting a bit uneasy.
0: I think you look at it and genuinely, if you can, I mean, you saw Storm last season. He, he he didn't really draw games in the in the championship. He just tended to win or lose. And I think you know if you if you can pick up three points per fix like per game week, you won't yeah. go far wrong. Which is what you've done so far. You know you've picked up two wins out of four games. You yeah. know you keep extrapolating that onwards. I think you know you you'll definitely finish in the playoffs if you can pick up three points every week, um, as a minimum. I think again, it just depends. You know, you said yourself, you're not really a fan of going up to championship. Um, you know, but at the same time you want to do well. It, it's difficult.
3: No, of course you, you you want to get promoted. You know, and I've always always tried to get promoted. But you know, it's uh, it would be good to get up in the championship, and, and you can you never know. You might end up doing a storm and getting up to the Premiership. But again, Jesus, I would just be straight down. So it, you know, I think top half of the League One, uh, middle to bottom of Championship would be, would be my level.
0: I think you could argue, I mean, Mouse, I'll come to you on this one. Um, I mean, you could argue with uh, with Rhino, I mean, is it a bit of a false position? I mean, he scored 13 um, and he's conceded three, but they were against Gazgrass and Fox, you know, who we expect to be 12th and 13th. So, I mean, what do you think about that?
2: Yeah, all due respects to Rhino, I think he has had the easiest start known to man in League One. So I think that is a bit of a false position for him um out of that league I've played out the new guys I think I've only played nakeds mm. um who's a pretty good player uh, he could beat anyone on his day with the squad that he had when he was playing me um uh, Bonzi and Ray Jones I'm pretty surprised to see down at the bottom considering I was playing them both in the championship last season pretty, pretty surprised to see them down there uh, Hilly, I don't know too much about, um, but yeah, I think Worm might surprise quite a few people this year, especially with I think he got Delhi Ali in the raffle. Mm. Um, he definitely surprised a few people this season.
3: I have to say, that after playing him there. Like half an hour ago and seeing Delhi Alley in a West Ham shirt. It's just so wrong. It really is. <laughs> to be fair, that's like when I uh, I scored against Storm in my league game with Lacazette,
0: I had to make sure he did his trademark celebration. And uh, <laughs> even though it's AG fancy League, you've still got to put a bit of the real world into it. And uh, it is quite funny if you can do that. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with what you said there, Mouse. Um, and Ash, I'll come to you in a sec. But for me, Bonzi, I think Bonzi should be walking that league. I'll be honest. I think, Bonzi, for me, I would have him sort of top two for sure. Um, I mean, what two seasons ago he was? I beat him. I think it was three nils, to be fair. But beat him on the last day, obviously in the playoff to stay in the prem. Um, you know, he could easily be, I'd say, championship mid table. So the fact that he's down there in ninth, it really just surprised me. Um, again, Tunners, fair play. You know, managing to sort of do really well out of his first few games and Diadex. You know, three three wins and a, and a loss. Really, really impressive. Um, but yeah, I think I mean we'll talk about we' going to talk about transfers in a minute as well, but I think we talked about it, Ash, where you said about people chopping changing, some people not. Does Rye Jones just chop and change a bit too much? do you think Should he be doing the the experimenting in friendlies rather than league games
1: um yeah um i mean i i I personally am not in favor of swapping it out all the time because I think it disrupts your flow um you know you find a team and you find a formation and the players to fit that formation and you just you win a couple of games with the players and you get that bit of confidence and you go on a bit of a run i think if you ship and shop it all the time i just think that you don't have that confidence and you lose that flow um you know (coughs) it it shows you know obviously players can be as active in the market as they want to be and some players do mix it up and uh, if, if you can mix up your team and do well and keep you know you keep that run going while you're doing you're mixing your team up then fair play but in all my time i don't think i've ever seen one person do it you know do as many transfers and then do as well in the league so um i don't know if, if he carries it on um and finds a bit of form fair play if he carries it on and doesn't then i think maybe he's got to look at his uh his transfer policy a little bit um in in terms of shipping it out so much
0: yeah i mean again he played uh when i played in a friendly he seemed to play quite well but like i say, i think if he is messing around with his formation and his players too much he's gonna effectively it's gonna be a detriment to uh to his position isn't it i mean you know it's yeah. It's, it can't be a coincidence that he does the most transfers on the site and, and he's right down there in uh, in the doldrums of the uh, the lowest division. Mm. But uh, anyway, to be continued next time, we'll see how he's uh, how he's getting on. So uh, what we'll do, boys, we'll just sort of change tacks slightly and move on to some of the transfers and the swaps that have gone through since the, uh, the season started. I mean, there's been some big... If we look at transfers first, I mean, there's obviously a lot of money in the leagues right now, which obviously happens when you... Uh, you tend to have a lot of um, a lot of events going on, obviously, and there's an off season. There's nothing to spend your money on. But uh, I mean, you look at LaCelso going from Packfish to Jeff Anthony, 50 million. You know, big big money there. Aaron Ramsey, arguably about right to be fair, 29 million to Bonzi from Golden Beard. Um, again, there's there's some interest. There is some really interesting ones, um, considering that a lot of people value players quite high I mean you look at Colmore for example he um, obviously new into the league splashed 40 million on um, Torgan Hazard I mean Ash if we start with you is there anything that sort of stands out in regards to transfers so far this season
1: um, yeah I mean uh, transfers are a, a crazy one because I mean we look at some players going for some money and then um, you know I, I, I think players will um, yeah I mean we've said this before players will spend wherever they value a player at um, you know, we have seen some big money spent um this season. I mean, I, I think fifty million is the biggest transfer. I mean just having the quit the world well, no, sixty million. Uh, Alex Texiera from mm. Golden Beard to Tans for sixty million. Uh, that was I, I think mean, you were paid, really. Then. That that that's ridiculous. I mean this uh, you know, I mean obviously Tans will probably uh, say, Oh, he's a good player, you know, a play that money but I mean, I just, uh, I think the problem is as well, and this is maybe the issue that I'm having in the market, is that when you pay that sort of money for a player, um, you know, because let's face it, people do obviously also as well, you know, look at the ratings, and that sort of takes into a factor into some people's eyes. I think you set the standard and the bar very high. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I think, again, this season, we're going to see a lot of money spent on you know, players that perhaps wouldn't normally go for that amount of money, um, and I think I, I think obviously as well having the money, you know, having a lot of money in the league is contributing to that as well. Um, but I mean, there are a couple of uh, nifty little buyers in there. You know, I think Pedro is it. Pedro, you bought from Wintz, jam for twelve million. Yeah, twelve million. Again, yeah, I was surprised
0: that the Wintz let him go for twelve. But then again, it depends if he's using him. Yeah, I mean, Wince was was he getting into your team? Wince, oh, okay, we'll come back to Wince when he's uh, if he's still there. Uh, I mean, Mouse, if we come to you first, I mean, one of the things I want to get your opinion on. Obviously, you talked about Riverman there uh, in in the league. I mean, I know obviously it can happen. I've, I'm not you know I'm not averse to the good old rage sale myself sometimes. But you know, I mean, he sold uh, Gabro Jesus, and 33 million to uh, to get Timo Werner from Mark. Um, I mean, and he's just traded Werner again. You know, he didn't like him, and he traded him for arguably some some scraps, as it were. I mean, what do you think on that? I mean, Jesus, I know he's only 83 rated, but for me, he's easy, easily one of the best strikers on the site. Easy.
2: Absolutely, I totally agree with you. How he's gone from Jesus to. I believe the best strike on the site, Werner, so going to go into Bernadette mm. is absolutely beyond me. Uh, and I think he got Jordan Sancho as well in the deal. Um, I think that could potentially ruin his season. Mm. I've, I definitely think he's gone the wrong way there. He could have quite easily gone and got much, much better out of that for Werner. I mean, to be fair... When Werner came up to sale, I was generally thinking of swapping him for Marshall. Mm. But looking at that, it's yeah, I definitely think he's done the wrong thing. Though in my eyes, I I wouldn't have gone thirty million plus to very lowly rated players unless I had a very high wage bill. So I think mm. he's done himself over massively.
0: I mean, you look back at. I mean, I, I traded Jaden Sancho to Golden Beard for fifty million plus a squady. So you look at it and it's what twenty million plus. Is it was it twenty million cash that um, he, that was in that Werner but, deal?
1: Yeah, I mean, am, I, am yeah. I just quickly am I just reading that right? Did he swap do that deal this morning and yeah. then he's put Sancho up this afternoon?
0: Mm, correct.
1: What? Yeah. What? What is the point? What,
0: yeah, what, again, what, he, what is the point? <laughs> yeah, I mean if he goes and makes fifty million obviously off off Sancho, which is obviously effectively the market value. I mean I had um I'd agreed fifty million with uh with Goldenbeard and I had people uh, trying to snake him and, and outbid him um via PM. So for me I think that if he can go and get fifty million then effectively he's gone what, seventy or eighty million plus Benedetto for Werner, which I still think is cheap. You know, Werner might not be the best striker, and I, I sort of trialled him and didn't get on with him massively, but you can't deny the fact that he is one of the best strikers on the site. Um, you know, and when he, we saw when, when he came into the leagues, so when Tans won him in the raffle, he was very, very sought after. Um, and I think Mark traded possibly something like Jamie Vardy, and well, Mark offered, didn't he? Uh, Malian, sorry. He offered um, Jamie Vardy, Kim Pembe and Taliska. For Verna, you know, for then to fast forward what two, three months and for it to be Benedetto, Sancho, and 20 million, it's it's a big difference. Big, big big difference. Yeah. Um, I mean, any other transfers stand out for you, Ash, in particular, or Mouse for that matter?
1: Um, Let's have a quick little look at some of these uh, swaps ones. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, we saw one today, Aula, go from river to Tans. and then I think Fraser as well. So Fraser going to Tans, and then no, hang on, Fraser, no, going, Fraser to, going, going, to going to River, River and they we going to Tans. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll wait. Ooh, I think he's a cracking player. Um, you know, obviously yourself, Asensio went to Reno. Um, obviously, not that that's really lasted too much longer because he's obviously <laughs> put him out on the market. Um,
0: I mean, yeah. for me, I, I just I just say on that one. I mean, again, Asensio... And he's not paying me to say this, but Asenjo, I would have him back in the heart. But he's one of the best. He's got one of the best touches and best shots in the game, um, regardless of you know any player outside of the leagues. You know, you're sort of talking the higher rated ones as well. Um, I absolutely loved him, but you know when you get offered forty million plus Adrian Rabiot, and I needed a more sort of defensive midfielder, um, it's arguably you know it's too good to turn down. It's it's, it's a really good one. I mean, one of the interesting ones I saw there as well, and again, maybe we'll come to you, Mouse, on this one. Harry's done a swap deal for James Madison uh, for Adam Lilana, straight swap. Um, I mean, yeah, we might not go for another season when FIFA 20 comes out, but you've got to think is going to get downgraded massively and Madison's only going the other way, surely?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree on that. I think there's quite a few people out there who are willing to take that gamble on future prospects if we are going to have another season there's absolutely enough players to do another season at least on the new FIFA Uh, so people have got to think in mind for the future we might not actually get that reset that everyone's looking for at the start of FIFA 20 we might end up with a full slaggy 90 rated wage battle going on for the first league and then go from the the reset after that, just to see how everyone gets on and sort everyone into the right league. Hmm. So, you've got to have one eye on the future and you've also got to have one eye on what's better for your squad now. Um, selling a few that you mentioned here, Essentio, he's only going to get better. 22-year-old kid, 84 rated now, he's probably going to be 86-87 next FIFA. Same with De Jong, he's going to be 88 next season. Yeah, Dion could easily be 88, 87, 88,
0: couldn't he? I mean, it's an interesting one with Dion. I mean, Packfish, obviously, he's a long-time admirer of Dion. He's finally got him. And uh, in the the post when he confirmed it, he said that um, he he, he felt like he overpaid. I mean, a kanji... I mean, you've had a kanji mouse. I'm pretty sure I I have as well. Um, I mean, I think he's probably one of the best centre-backs in the league. I'd probably rate him... I don't know, value him at around sort of 40 to 50 in today's market, something like that. Oh,
2: um, easily. easily. Then with, uh,
0: then with 40 on top, obviously, you know, you're looking at what, near enough, 90, 90 million, maybe 100 million for Dion. And it just depends if, if you want the player that bad, you go get him. It's like what we said earlier on, Ash. You know, that's that's what I like a blind BFA. I think yeah. regardless of the fact that I've got a lot of cash, I like the fact that if you think, right, this player's come up, no matter what I want to bid over and above the odds to make sure I get him, you do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Is Wintz, uh, is are you there,
1: mate?
2: We may have lost Wintz, I'm not quite sure.
0: Which
1: is? Was,
2: uh, sorry mate, uh, just to interrupt, there was one transfer which I did have my hand on and I actually commented it when it happened. Mm. It was the uh, Baldy and Cham move.
0: Yeah, it was a strange one, that, talk us through it.
2: Yeah, it was uh, both 80-rated players. I can't remember who it was now. I was on holiday at the time. But both 80-rated sw- rated players for me could have been a straight swap. If you really wanted that player, maybe 5 or 10 million on top. Mm-hmm. But I think it was Jeff Anthony. He offered uh, yeah. 34 million on top of an 80-rated player for an 80-rated player. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't get that. Whether it was just me personally, but I would never in a million years pay 34 million and a similar rated player for.
0: Well, no, because actually what happened was, um, and I'll just sort of, I'll just put you right slightly on that. And again, I'm not sure of the deal before, but it was Tunners that added the cash. Tunners had Emre Chan. Yeah. And he added 34 million for Keita Balde. Um, But previously to that, he'd bought, chan for around the similar price sort of 20 25 million and then balde then actually came to me for about 30 million i think so it's really again it's i don't know i think some people you know harry can be guilty arguably tunners could be guilty i don't know obviously you know a lot of people who do a lot of transfers ryan jones especially you know they do themselves that deal sometimes because uh, you know that they, they, they don't let the four-day fee go and you know things like that they they tend to just have a t- quite a big churn of players, which also means you are spending hand over fist in fees, and and it shows. I don't know. I think sometimes, if if for example you put Marshall up, let's say, yeah, and you said right, I don't know, asking price of eighty million, um, yeah. and then nobody commented, and then a day later you're like, right, okay, sixty million. The second you put sixty million, that's it. Then everybody's waiting for you to come down again. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And it's and it's it's like the piranhas are out. You know. Um, and I think it's it's important that people sort of I don't know don't don't make yourself look desperate in the market. Don't be a prick at the same time, you know. Don't don't sort of hold out for I don't know thirty million for a seventy nine rated player or a seventy eight rated player. But at the same time, don't undervalue and don't don't do yourself over. I think. But uh, but anyway, um, sort of moving. Moving on, because I don't want to run too far. any of you guys have got to get your practice race in on your F1, <laughs> um, which we'll come to in a minute as well. Um, we've had one sort of big BFA so far this season, which I'll just quickly run through. So, uh, I mean, the, the massive one, I mean, there's only one place to start, with was, uh, was Storm, which it was Marcus Putton, pick your own 85 rated or below player. Me and Storm were both on about 150, 160 million at the time, I think. And I think I went 100 million. And then on the last last couple of seconds, Storm put in 125, no, sorry, 126 million. And uh, it looked for about maybe 15, 20 minutes that he was going to pick a goalkeeper. <laughs> you know, which obviously, I mean, that's just bizarre. But in the end, you know, went with Ousmane uh, Dembele. I mean, Maus, would would he have been your pick?
2: To start off with, if I had that sort of cash... $150 million for a pick my own player, it would have all gone. I'm not going to lie, it probably would have all gone. Uh, whether he would have been my pick, probably not. Um, but again, thinking in the future, it could have been a possibility because you've got the likes of Rian Mares. Mm. You've got, if you wanted a keeper, you got Berkey, who's a very well-known cracking keeper. Uh, you got the young lad, Milankovic. There's... Potential all over the place. My personal pick. Uh,
0: See, I, I would have gone. I would have put. I would have gone Manolas at centre back from Roma, but then that's why I wasn't willing to go over a hundred million because I just can't. I couldn't live with myself. I spent over a hundred million on a, a centre back, um, or, or Matuidi from Juventus as
3: well. But then yeah. Storms loads of money, hasn't he?
0: Whoa, whoa, Wintz came back. When did you get back?
3: Sorry, Storm was at the door there, so he was, and it took me about 20 minutes to get rid of him.
0: <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we're just talking about the BFA, obviously, Wintz. Um, yeah. But, uh, so I mean, what you know, you've know, you just sort of chipped in there. I mean, do you think it was about right, $126 million, Would you, If you had the money, would you have done the same? No. I
3: sort of would <laughs> never spend that sort of money. I never have that money to spend, to be honest.
0: <laughs> i mean ash obviously i don't think you've been up there maybe once or twice since the league started i mean again yourself what's what's the max you'd have paid on a pick your own rated 85
1: um well uh, it's hypothetical for me because i don't think i'll ever see that sort of money um you know because i can never let it build up um to that sort of amount um it depends on the position. I mean, I, I probably would have um, gone all in on uh, on a top class player. Um, you know, I, I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head who that would have been. Um, so, yes, I would have been prepared to have spent a lot of money. Um, but I mean, you take a gamble, don't you really? And you've got to be sure that that's what you want to do, because if you think what 150 million, 125 million could get you a lot of players. Or a couple of good players, um, rather than maybe one outstanding player. You know, it's just all about weighing it up. But yeah, I would have spent the, I would have spent that sort of money here.
0: I mean, we saw obviously, you know, a couple, a couple of bargains as well. You know, Rodri, twenty-two million to Berger. He's a player I have my eye on. Um, Thirteen million for Savic, eighty-three rated centre back. Um, You know, we Forsberg, thirteen million, eighty-two rated to Aaron. You know, again, he's a tidy player as well. Um, and one of the things I wanted to just touch on before we move on as well is the we saw the first big fine of the season as well, which was for uh, for Messi, which there was other fines, I think, on the night as well. But Messi's won. Now, obviously, it's changed from a two mil fine, if you're late, to 40 uh, percent, I think it is, isn't it? 40 percent of the winning bid. And obviously, you know, uh, Joe won David Luiz for 52 million. So Messi got an absolute hammering. Yeah. Uh, about 20 million on a fine which is unreal you know i mean i'm i think sniping is going to completely change now you're gonna have to set your stop and all sorts i think to, uh, to avoid them big bids
3: for sure yeah i think it would be good to have a fines page as well so you can see who has been fined and for how much yeah that's not a bad shot actually to be fair that's quite a good idea and even have a a comment of uh what the what the fine was for whether it was late payment i'm sure there could be other fines as well if devaluing players, but we don't really go down that line.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you can devalue people you want on the podcast
3: because we're a we're a safe haven. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
2: fine.
0: You can do what you want on here. Um, but uh, so, but yeah, go on.
2: I tell you what, I, I was looking at yours and Storm's bids. I was thinking there's going to be somebody who's going to majorly, majorly mess up here.
0: God, imagine if we got fined on 126 million. Forty oh. percent of that, I think I'd have been sick.
1: I think I'd, I'd, have just, I'd have just done one.
0: I'd have been out of the leagues, I think. It's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, Jesus. Yeah, you can just imagine, can't you? know, I mean, next BFA that rolls around looks like it's going to be a VIP one, possibly tomorrow or today if you listen to the podcast on Tuesday, depending on when it goes out. Um, you know, Again, it depends on who uh, who's in it, as to whether or not it'll be big bids or not. Um, obviously, there's less people to bid against. But we'll uh, we'll see. Anyway, I'm conscious of time and we're just going to have a quick chat about the F1 or I should say I'm going to hand over to Ash and Mouse to talk about the F1 while me and Wint's going to make a cup of tea. So, uh, yeah, Ash, Mouse, over to you, lads. Ash, do you want to kick off?
1: Um, yes, of course. So um, obviously, uh, oh, what are we are now I think this is tonight, uh, week four or week five since we relaunched.
2: Um yeah week Um, five this week week five
1: since we relaunched i mean just cracking on you know just really really quickly on that well done to everyone that gets involved with the f1 because i mean to have over 30 people attend on a weekly basis is just unreal um and you know it's really 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 good to see um but i mean well by the time this comes out which will be uh, a tuesday evening um you know, obviously, we we'll, we we'll, we'll probably will have had some uh, talking debates uh, from the uh, the Belgium track tonight, um, which uh, I think I mean, I mean I'm sure you'll agree with me on this one. Now uh, it's going to be pure carnage.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely! I uh, for those of you who haven't played this week's track, it's a spar in Belgium. It's an absolute nightmare of a track from the get go. The first corner is a right hundred eight degree hairpin. and then you're going up the hill into some very fast s-bends into more herpins less right centers steep hills steep cambers if it's raining just watch out absolutely watch out oh my god i think i had a race (laughs) practice in the rain the other day uh I think you was in
1: it, Ash. Yeah, yeah, it uh, might have been.
2: And all four of us crashed out on the first corner in the
1: yeah, rain. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's going to be really, really interesting. I mean, I think I'm just going to um, I'm just going to really quickly. Um, I should have been prepared, really, but uh, there you go. I'm not. Um, I'm just going to have a quick little look at the leaderboards that we've seen so far. So obviously. Um, soggy cabbages in the uh actually i will just go through the constructors championship so top of the uh, the leaderboard at the moment is force india um and i believe that's um from the division one is soggy cabbages in harry um and then Welzer and uh riverman in the second division i mean how can you have riverman i'm not riverman well River, it can be a good driver that's I don't want that to sound negative um how you can have Welser and Soggy Cabbages, who are the two best racers on the site in the same team, is a uh, <laughs> is a good question mark there. Um, you know, both do really, really well. Both are cracking racers. You know, Soggy, whatever he pulls off in the races at times, he does always end his way up at the front with his, uh, you know, his big steering well set up that he has for the uh, F1 games. Um so they're way in the lead by over well nearly fifty points. Um, second in Aston Martin, uh, followed by Ferrari, Mercedes, Williams, Haas, and Renault. This is in the forum, by the way. Um, if you want to have a quick little look at the point system and uh, see who's had what, um, but I mean, you look at that team, Force India, Soggy and Welser. Um, it is difficult not to see uh, not to see them taking it at the end of the uh, the championship. Surely must.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've even put in this week's blog, I've called it now, Division one title, over and done with. It's gone to soggy. There's no questions about it. Everyone else now is just fighting for second, um, which is solely in Joel's hand at the minute. Uh, The Ferrari team, he's had four very good races and he's about nine points clear. So first and second, I think... Even though there is a very long way to go, is pretty much settled as it is. Um, Division two, depending on which it turns up, it could be his for the taking. He's one-two and comes second, I think, and then he's crashed out. The others, whereas who uh, Messi, he's been very consistent all season, uh, finishing second once and third three times so they're both level on points at the top with Jaxie just behind so that's a very very competitive league Uh, but Force India I don't know what Joe was drinking at the time to have Wilson and Soggy on the same team but that's how it landed Uh, unfortunately for the rest of us our constructors is definitely over and everyone again is just fighting for second now
1: yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Um, but yeah, uh, not too long until the, uh, the next race kicks off. Obviously we'll have a, I'm sure there'll be lots of talking points, uh, to come to that, uh, tomorrow, or should I say today, if you're listening to this live, um, cool. Right. I'm, I'm going to just carry on because I'll, I'll, obviously we'll come to the listeners questions now and I'll, uh, sort of head up this part of the, uh, of the show. Um, Thank you as always to everyone who got your, got your questions in, Um, you know, it is a big part of our show and we do enjoy doing, um, you know, hopefully going, going forward sort of getting guests organized a bit earlier on, um, you know, gives you enough time to get those questions in, especially you have specific questions for specific podcast members. So, um, you know, really, really well done to everyone that got a question in, um, obviously 5 million we will choose um the best question so uh if you make sure you listen up carefully um you know so that you uh, we can decide who's going to have the 5 million for this week um so obviously i'll read out the question followed by who sent it in and obviously some of them are pinpointed to certain people so i will let you know that as well so uh question one and this has come from soggy cabbages and this is for wince so um, who is the biggest League One bottle job, Wince or Rhino? Rhino has started strong in previous League One seasons and tailed off, while Wince is always in the playoffs but never
3: quite manages to get the job done. Um, I would probably say it's me, to be honest. Um, and saying that, in the playoffs I've got to... I usually get beaten. I think three out of four times I've been beaten by the person that actually has won it and got promoted. So that's some sort of uh, something to take away from it for myself. But, um, yeah, I'll be hopeful to get in the playoffs this year. As I said earlier, um, will I get up in the playoffs? Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the season for me to get promoted. But as I said, Rhinos again stormed away, I think, two seasons ago. he done the same. He was walking the league and then uh, kept doing all his changes and then sort of fell apart. Um I, th- I do think he'll he'll fall down. I do think he'll stay in the playoffs. Um, maybe we'll both bottle and we'll both stay down. <laughs>
1: maybe, maybe. Time will tell. Um, yeah. Next question, and this is uh, two questions that have come in from suited recluse, one of the newbies, so well done to get these questions in. Um, are, what has been your standout moment being involved with the AG community? Um, I'm going to come to you, Jam, first. Um, mm. Since
0: you've been here, standout moment? Or being involved? Wow. Um, do you know it's so difficult, isn't it? I think. Um, do, you, do you know what? No, I know. I, I can tell you exactly what it is. I can give you, Alexa, can give you two. So one. So the league feature. would be staying up on the in the relegation playoff. Gabriel Jesus' hat trick. I think that's uh, that's important because again, I think the championship is one of those where if you go down, it's so hard to get back up. So I think staying up was really important. So I could stay in the prem. Um, but I think the biggest moment for me, which uh, I think it's hard to argue with, is, is actually the podcast. I think you know before we uh, before yeah. we had that late night party, me, you, and Marcus, and we were discussing it. I think um, yeah, obviously it didn't exist, and I think it's a massive, a massive, massive part. And 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 you know we are going to say that of course, you know, <laughs> of, of AG, and hopefully everybody listens and likes it. So yeah, definitely for me, the, the introduction of the podcast
1: yeah I mean I'll just quickly jump on that you know the podcast I think it's been really really good to get members on board and in the long term I'd like to get you know every active member on the uh, in the leagues on at some point you know don't ever be afraid to come on it's so easy to do and we'd love to have you on board um so yeah I mean definitely with that one mouse um stand out moment
2: uh I know it's going to sound a bit corny but the community itself ever since I joined AG uh I've never been part of anything like this in my life. I'd never even heard of a football community league before. And now we're in a situation where we're getting 30 guys turning up on a Monday night just to have a bit of a fun on a racing game. Uh, we've got 20 old lads jumping on the golf club. We've got 30 old lads signing up on Wednesday night to play golden goal we've got blackout every so often we get 10-20 lads on that and to be honest the standout is the community itself uh, as in gaming wise definitely got to be the F1 as a standout moment to see 30 lads turn up on a Monday night just to smash each other off the track is fantastic
1: <laughs> um wince obviously you've been you've been here for a long long time um stand moment
3: again for me it's it's actually setting up the the site with uh, marcus i remember we left the the last place oh, i don't know many years ago a long long time ago and marcus said he wanted to start up a new site and i helped him sort of build the web end of it the sort of Joomla part of the website and all so, being part of that community where there's only maybe seven of us I think to start off with and to what it is now and it's, it's great all the new guys that have come in and the sites just I have to say it's just gone from strength to strength. The podcast I have to say guys is superb and um, it's one of the things I look forward to it it gets my journey from work uh, in the car it makes it so much easier so it does sitting in traffic Really enjoy it. It's good crack, and it's, it's it's guys that you talk to and you play against all the time. So I have to say the podcast is really good. But yeah, for me, it's 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 helping Marcus set up the site.
0: Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, just one last thing as well, uh, uh, Ash, on that as well. The other thing that I think is uh, a big big difference and a big impact is the the streaming suite. You know, the fact that we we have streaming now. Yeah. Um. Yep. You know, that's that's absolutely fantastic. And again, it just adds so much to the site that you can watch these big games. Uh, whether it be like a league cup final or, or king yeah. of the hill or a league game or whatever it is yeah um i think it's just it's brilliant yeah no definitely um i'd agree with that um
1: next question this has come from recruits again so what things would get what things would get them excited going forward for the community as a whole i.e new features games additions to current... right so basically what you know what things would you like to see um sort of added in the future? Um, yeah, I mean, I know we've had this question, I think, a few times before in some sort of aspect. Um, one feature or anything you'd like to see added to the site. Uh, Mouse, I'll start with you. Uh,
2: to be honest, I don't think we're going to see anything now until the next FIFA. Uh, there are possibilities, like changing the CC Cups and the League Cups to... Uh, like handicap games and golden goal games, there's possibilities of those, but I don't think we'll see much change now in the terms of rules until maybe next season, where we start bringing in five and five competitions with the announcement of um, what's it called? Yeah, the new footballing
1: mode. Yeah, Vorta Street football.
2: Um, yeah, although I think, so. although I
1: think so, yeah, I mean, just quickly on Volta I, I think they've confirmed that it's not going to be like club style. I think it's going to be or even Rocket League. I think it's going to solely be one v one. Um, this sort of online friendlies, uh, which is a bit bit shit, really. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple of good events there you can probably do, um, yeah, come on and evening. Um, yeah, no, I mean that's fair enough.
3: Wince. Um, there's not much i can see really um from a from a fifa point fifa's the sort of only game i play my age sort of helps he i can only play fifa i can't sort of play these games where you have to use more than one finger um so yeah f- sort of the fifa competition or fifa cups with uh, handicaps for us uh, crap players down in league one would be good
0: yep jeb um, I think for me uh, sort of next season I'm looking forward to the, uh, the League Wars you know having a sort of um, a clubs event whereby rather than it just being sort of random here's your team on the night you know having it be like right okay your team for the season is you know Ash, Mouse, Wins and Jam New four are a club and then there's another four that's a club and, and whatever and I think that would be a, a nice addition to the site you know whether it be once every two weeks um, on a Friday instead of the TFI it's a clubs sort of clubs tournament or something, or clubs league games. I think that would be quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's quite a bit you could probably do with that, um, you know. Um, so You could even have it sort of, you know, if, say, you're the manager of, of Team 1, Ash, and uh, and Vince is the manager of Team 2, he might look at it and say, actually, do you know what? I want to sign Jam for my team. You know, that would be quite interesting, actually have be able to have transfers. Yeah. God
1: knows how it will work. God but, knows how it will work. But, yeah, I think we might be overthinking it a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a, that's a good couple of options you can do there. Um, right, next uh, next set of questions, and these have all come from Big B. And the first question is for Wince. Um, why is your record in playoff games so abysmal? abysmal abysmal
3: is that like abysmal
1: <laughs> yeah abysmal <laughs> abysmal there we go that's it <laughs> you can tell it's late at night can't you <laughs> yeah.
3: there's a theme going through these questions so there is and it's I, why am i so shit um again yeah as i said earlier um three i think i've got the three finals of playoffs and i've lost i well, lost all three um so I've actually done okay getting there but it's just that final step, just getting over it Um, and the teams that have went up generally have stayed up they haven't come straight back down again either so I will say that it's a higher standard of player that I'm up against
1: Yeah yeah. I mean that's fair enough Um, The Next question is for everyone um, so obviously, Women's World Cup. Uh, we're currently in the midst of it. England uh, have gone through again last night, uh, yesterday. So uh, you know, well done to them. Well done to the lionesses. Is it worth watching? Is it worth watching the Women's World Cup, M- Mouse?
2: Do you know what? For me, if you're good enough, you deserve to play. Uh, women's game is generally hard to call because I don't watch much of it. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I have had a look, obviously, because it's been on this FIFA as one of the main priorities of the game. Um, I do have a look at some of the ratings. Some of them are rated 80s, 85, 86, better than some of the standard Prem players. So for me, I can't see why they can't be signed for professional football club uh, in the men's game. Um, If they're that good, why can't they play in the men's team? for me i don't know it's if they're good enough then yeah why not
0: um jam yeah do you know what i mean i was actually in the gym yesterday watching the um the cameroon and uh, cameroon england game and do you know what? obviously the cameroon drama it was uh, obviously added to the environment but for me I, I really enjoyed it i just got behind it as if it was england's men's team playing and uh, i actually really liked it and do you know what I think the the thing when I was watching it was uh, towards the end, maybe 80th sort of 85th minute, there were so many misplaced passes, and I think it was generally tiredness and stamina was they were just throwing away possession a lot. But the first half and you know up to maybe 60 70 minutes, it was really brilliant. Um, So I'm not saying I'm going to watch the WSL and I'm going to watch you know sort of Man City and Arsenal ladies and all this, but I think it's interesting. Why not?
3: Went. No. Don't watch it. <laughs> I think it's That's rubbish. Uh, it's It is. No. Uh, I've watched um, a few highlights where I've stuck a TV on and I've seen a few goals. I think it was the England-Scotland game and all you seem to have to do to score is put it high up in the net and the keeper's yeah. just having a clue how to save it. You'll yeah. get one or two keepers can do it. But, yeah, the tackles. No, it's just... Uh, oh. I just can't really enjoy watching it. When you've got... Uh, Cup of America on and now the African Nations like I'll be going to them too first before I go anywhere near the World Cup
1: yeah I mean I, mean, I, mean, I think women's football in general has gotten better over the years you know I think there's some cracking women's players out there that would probably easily you know do well in men's teams um, you know but I mean the keepers it's like playing with uh, 55 rated keepers on FIFA <laughs> it's just some of them you just all you've got to do is put it in the top corner and they'll put their hands up and just let it go straight no, in. I'm
0: sorry all
1: you've got to do is put it in the top <laughs> corner <laughs> you know, yeah, bottom corner bottom corner I mean some some, so, some keepers you can just put it straight out and it'll go in um, anywhere,
3: anywhere above 5 feet and it'll go in
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it has gotten stronger and I would watch it um but yeah, uh, I think goalkeeping is a lot to be desired in women's football. The um, last question from Bri. Um, it is a bit of a unique question. Who would win a fight between a badger and a baboon? Wince. Hmm. I
3: think it'll be a draw. No, I think a baboon would knock seven bells out of the badger. So, it's a baboon for me. <laughs>
2: Mouse? Uh, I'd have to go baboon. I mean, I've seen these bad boys go out to Chester Zoo mm. every hour again. So, yeah, definitely <laughs> a baboon.
3: <laughs> jam, jam. well
2: i mean i've got the deciding vote then, i really yeah
3: it's badger or baboon i mean for me badger.
0: you've got i think the baboon's got you know got hands in it it's got <laughs> it can carry it in it so that the boy could easily get a knife or something and, and just have at it so i think the baboon wins yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. i go with the baboon as well Brilliant. um right <laughs> win,
0: <laughs>
1: win over badger. badger oh god um Next set of questions, and these have all come from Bertie, and there's a variety here. So, number one, who will be the highest-rated BFA player to enter the league this season? So, what rating will we get to this season? Do you think, Jam? Um,
0: oh God, I would say eighty-seven. Yeah. I would think because I think we're at, what we're at eighty-five being tripped yeah. into Raffles now, yeah, and obviously we had to pick your own eighty-five in the last one. I would say, by the end of the season, from transfer deadline day, 87.
3: Yeah, Wince? Yeah, I think 87, 88. Maybe up the 88, like Mbappe and all them boys. So oh, God, yeah, did you imagine eight, Mbappe? Oh can you imagine having hand
0: that pain Jesus bearing
3: in mind
1: next season he could end up being you know a 90-91 rated player yeah exactly Um, I'll go
3: 20 million
1: no yeah Yeah. or or, or, uh, 10 million in some people's case Mouse
3: yeah I'd go as high as
2: 88 uh, but it wouldn't be until the very last BFA of the season for an 88
1: yeah I mean I think that's fair enough um Next question. Some of the new players seem to be struggling with their own player valuations, way overpricing and particularly low-rated players. What do you say to such a manager when you are offering a reasonable price to which he thinks is way below what the player is worth, in particular spanky players? Um, I think just quickly on that I think obviously you know the new guys have come in um, and once they get to grips with the market and they you know see the sort of deals that go through for certain players you know and ratings I think they start to understand how you know how, how the market runs um, but yeah I mean I'll, I'll start with you Mouse on this one um, what would what, you say to uh, one of the new managers
2: uh, to be honest I say don't worry about it because it's not just the new players that massively overvaluate their own players so I'd say to him I wouldn't worry about it um, find find your own way you will get someone who will pay a stupid amount for your player or you'll just get the odd person who will offer you one scudo for for your player so it all depends on how somebody values them. If somebody really wants your player, they'll ping you a PM and say, tell you what, I'll give you 15000000 yep. I million. I'll hold my hand up. I offered Jam the other day, even though I knew it was massively undervalued. I said, Jam, this is all I've got. Do you want it? And he turned around and said, no. That's the best I could do at the time. A couple of weeks' time, I could have probably offered him more, but then it, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think on that, though, as well, I mean, again, we're
0: coming off topic, but I think was the player, was it Asensio Mouse? No, so was that who it was or uh, someone else?
2: I can't remember. I think it was somebody else. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, you know, I
0: mean, you, you could have turned around and I'm not obviously not getting into anything now, but you could have turned around like you just said. If you wanted him that bad, you could have brought out your big boys. But I guess the whole point is that you yeah. don't want to because you want to build your own squad. And I think it's again, it's that fine line, isn't it? Between... Like, I, I, I had a chat with one of the new guys, I think it was Nakeds, and he was saying to me that Carlos Vela, who's 82 rated, he said he will want 50 million plus. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, I just, I don't see him getting that. I think he'd maybe get 45 tops, is what I would say. I mean, again, quick straw poll. Uh, Mouse, what would you pay?
2: Yeah, I'd I'd probably go with you, 40, 45. Um, But if someone says I want 50 million tops, I'd be the cheeky bugger to go, do you know what, I'll give you 40. And if he says, no, I'll be looking to more 50, then I'll go, right, OK, I'll meet you halfway and we'll go 45. Mm. That'll be my way of dealing with it rather than just saying a flat-out no. That'll be my way of, tell you what, I'll meet you in there, meet you halfway and go 45.
0: I mean, we we know you'd pay 20 and, and that's about tops.
2: Um,
3: exactly. well, yeah, <laughs> I'd only pay. I'd. i go maybe 25 30 I wouldn't go more than thirty. Yeah, and Ash, obviously ex Arsenal player, but even then, what would you pay
0: for Vela
1: Um, yeah, maybe twenty twenty five million. Um,
0: for me personally, but yeah, it's just again. But it swings around. You know, he plays yeah. really well with him, so that's why he values him higher. And that's yeah. that is what it is. Yeah, well, that's it. But again, it's not a. It's not a. It's not a new player thing. And again, like you say, when they learn the market, they'll get it. But like Mal said, but yeah, what Storms excuse? He's been here for years, you know? yeah. and he values well, his players really high. So
1: yeah, I mean, well, uh, you know let's face it you know at times you can get more sense out of a monkey than uh, getting sense out of Storm Absolutely. Um, you know I, <laughs> I, I, yeah I mean you could have a big debate and a big argument about Storm and his uh, valuation of players um, and we'd probably be here for a long long time um, but yeah I mean people will value players at what they feel they, uh, they're worth and that's fair enough it's all down to opinions and that's you know you can't really bemoan people for that um, right we'll move on to the next question I'm a little Just- bit you yeah. Before we move on, actually, yeah.
0: sorry, I don't know if it's Wince or Mouse or yourself. One of you is doing a Darth Vader impression. I'm just conscious it's going to really play on the guys when they're listening. I don't know who's got their mic, or who's eating it, but just careful.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Probably me. Yeah, that's oh, all, right. um, all right. I will just quickly uh, whittle through the rest because I'm aware we've got a few questions left to go and we have now gone over an hour. Wince, um, what do you need to change to finally get promotion this season?
3: Uh, get Storm down to play for me instead of me. Right, yeah. <laughs> so The way the way he's playing at the minute in last season, he was just so hard to play against, and he's a different player totally. Um, I don't, As I said, I've got a tough run at the start. Um, I'm just hoping, as Jam said, to stay in there. Hopefully then when the easy games come around, I just need to win both games of, the, of each match day, you know. But yeah, just hang in there. I'm, I'm happy enough with my team. Um, my play, so I don't think I, I don't think I'll be changing anything.
1: Um, yeah, I think that's fair enough. Mouse, um, next question is for you. You competitively play the three most popular games on the site: the uh, golf, FIFA, and F1. When you hop on, what's your preference to play and why?
2: Uh, out of those three, I've got to go F1. Um, I didn't really play it much when I first got it, but since this has started and really took off, I've really enjoyed getting into it and playing it. Uh, golf is probably taken a massive back burner I've really fell out of it fell out of it lately to be fair but hopefully when the new season kicks in I'll be back on it um, other than that my favourite game has got to be Call of Duty as you can probably tell when the event comes along I'm probably the first one to sign up for it every time but yeah out of those three definitely F1
1: yeah that's fair enough um the final question obviously it's 20 past nine on a monday evening so you know those uh those people that watch uh, reality tv um <laughs> will probably uh know what's going on so obviously love island um uh, who's going to admit and hold their hands up to watching it <laughs> jam do you watch love island
0: Oh, absolutely! I love it. I think it's brilliant. Oh dear me, right? I don't, I don't
3: see why not. I think it's fantastic it's to watch, and just to turn off for an hour It's great. Vince, do you watch Love Island? Last season, I watched it all from start to finish. Me and the missus watched it, and have to say, loved it. Really, really good crack. Um, that is fifty-year-old watching twenty-year-old girls in swimsuits probably helps. Me, but um, <laughs> no, uh, this season I haven't watched it yet. Well, we watched uh, half an hour of it last night just to see, so I might get. Uh, pulled back into it again, but yeah, it's only really for something easy on the eye. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Mouse, Mouse, do you watch uh, Love Island?
3: No, I've never seen a single episode. I'm
2: afraid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, I'm in the same boat as you. Um, right, next question. Yeah, and this one is uh, two questions that have come from Rhino. One to Wince and one to Mouse. So I'll start with the one to Wince. What will you miss about the Mister? Uh, Hang on, let's try that again. What will you miss the most about League One when you get promoted this season? Does he have a big horn?
3: I have the horn for for Rhino, you know. But uh, no, I won't. Uh, I, as I say, I don't think I'll get up this year. Um, I think I'll be in the playoffs and I'll, I'll probably bottle it again. But I don't think I'll get up and I'll stay and keep Storm happy or keep uh, Rhino happy.
1: Yep, that's fair enough. Um, Mouse. Um I love your Formula One blog. Who do you think is the most improved driver since we started racing?
2: Oh, uh, well, there's a, there's a couple. I mean, I don't know if you've seen today's blog from last week, but Harry, yes, Harry was named the best driver of last week. So, massive improvement for him. Uh, but overall, I've got to say, Bertie and Rhino. So, so, so sorry, what? Harry uh, best driver.
1: Harry best yeah. driver.
2: Yeah, Harry was nominated as the
1: best driver. For Ma- the Ma- Marcus, if you're listening to this, I think we need to get the poll system checked on the back end because that can't be right. Um, Harry, best driver. Well, we won't. We might not be saying that come to, come the time this comes <laughs> out because depending on what happens tonight, we might be not saying that. But no, fair, fair enough. Um, do carry on whatever whatever you were going to say before I interrupt yeah, you. Yeah,
2: it's definitely got to be Bertie. Bertie and Rhino most improved this season.
1: Yeah. yeah no fair enough um right a last set of questions and these have come from rye jones um we're just i mean the first part of it was we've sort of touched on briefly a bit earlier on when we've done the league pre-league uh, reviews um with week three approaching how confident do you all feel in how you have all started
0: um jam i'll start with you um again it's difficult man. i've only played one um, which obviously was uh, was storm, but I'll be honest. I think you know at the start of any league, you always want to sort of do well, don't you? You know, and I think if I was gonna if I was gonna win the league, you know, if I was gonna get anywhere close to that, which a lot of people think I should with my team for some reason, um, I think you need to be picking six points up against like storm, and that's no, you know, that's not a detriment to him. It's just how how it is. I think uh, you know you look at Tans and you look at yourself, Ash. You'll both both probably pick up six against him, so. The uh, the onus is on me to do that and didn't so I think if I can pick up six against Bunsey and you know even take three off Joe then, then I'll be quite happy um, but we'll see.
2: Miles? Uh quite pleased with my start but I'd be relatively happy if I could take points off somebody this season at least at least one point off everybody I'd be relatively happy uh, if I can avoid relegation fantastic.
3: Vince. Yeah, I think I said it earlier. I've started slow. Uh, one two, lost two. But again, up against guys that are really good, naked and hilly. I'm just looking at my, my next matches of Bonzi. Then I have Rye Jones. Then I have Burnsy. So, yeah, it doesn't get any easier. So it doesn't. So... If I can keep getting at least one win from each of those match days until I start playing the the lower league boys, then I'll, I'll be happy enough.
1: Yeah, and uh, final question. Um, I mean, I think this one's a little bit uh, a bit of a vague area, but we can try and answer it. Who do you think will win the league cup and top the CC groups? Um, so I think obviously the league cup win is quite easy, and then CC. I think who do you think will be uh, sort of um, We'll get to the top of the elite and top of the uh, the lower one, so to speak. So, Wince will start with you this time around.
3: Oh my god! Um I think Tans Tans likes doing well in the cups. Um He might pushy, so he might. Uh, I could see he used two in the final, so I'll maybe push for Tans for that. And the uh, the cups, the elite. Jaxy, I think Jaxi's playing really well at the minute. I think he could do well, and then. I think I'll win the other one so I will yes.
2: um, I think it will be quite close but I've got to go for Tans I think I got to the semi-final of the League Cup last year uh, pretty disappointed to lose against yourself obviously but yeah Tans for the CC uh, again got to the Elites last season uh, but I've got to fancy Jack see if there's time for the CC
1: yep that's fair enough Jan.
0: Yeah, sort of echo everyone else. I think I'd say Tanz or yourself, and then I would say whoever out of the big boys, the likes of Berger, Jaxi, myself, uh, people like that, whoever gets relegated to the second tier cup for the CC, I think will win it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. Um, Right, obviously, that concludes the listeners' questions. So, obviously, we've now got five million to uh, distribute out to a certain someone who, you know, for the best question. So, who are we thinking? what was I mean, your best question
0: for you? For me, I, personally, I think um, it's between two, and I think that's either Bertie's one about the new managers with the uh, the sort of prices they're quoting people, or for me, which I would probably vote the winner, which is uh, Recluses' question about the best part of the community and, and site really.
3: I would echo what you say there. Exactly the same for me
2: yeah before you guys mention anything the one that I had in my mind was the standout moment there we go then Ash I think so
0: you're happy with that mate
1: Recluse, are we going with yeah. Recluse for the best I question
0: go with recluse. Yeah. yep so yeah. well
1: done suit recluse you've won the best question for this week so uh, 5 million will be on your uh, your way very very shortly um, it's
0: not, not an insignificant amount for a new
1: manager <laughs> no but it all goes towards those uh, those BFAs and those transfers um, exactly you know um yeah i mean just really quickly on that well done to everyone that gets the questions in it is a big part of our uh, of our show um and we uh, you know it is um it, you know we do enjoy answering them um so i'll uh i'll pass back over to you jam to uh, sort of close things off
0: yeah so obviously yeah thanks like ash said for thanks for getting questions in thanks for listening I i appreciate it. it's been a long one today about an hour and 20 um but yeah thanks a lot lads and uh, again if wince if you want to say uh, your goodbyes my friend
3: yeah, sorry about the wee loss of uh, connection earlier on, but I uh, really enjoyed tonight. Uh, great talking to you and talking everything AG. So thanks for all your hard work. Yeah, thank you very much. And, Mouse.
2: Yeah, thanks for listening tonight, guys. Um, thanks to everyone who does get involved with the F1, especially the uh, the old F1 blogs and the interviews. So, yeah, thanks
0: cool
1: uh, ash yeah no thanks as always you know to uh for listening and uh, obviously if you do want to get involved please 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 do uh, you know chuck us a pm over um, and we will get you on it's so easy to do you know we've had people like storm and Riverman come in so you know anything's possible um <laughs> when uh, when river and storm are coming on quite easily um but yeah no um thanks again as always for uh for listening and the support as well
0: Cool, yeah, and again, I just want to say, obviously, Ash, thanks to you for coming on. I know you don't feel very well, mate, so thanks a lot. Um, Thanks, obviously, Winston Mouse uh, for your debuts on the podcast. You did great, lads. Um, And lastly, um, obviously, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks to everyone who doesn't play F1. Obviously, so I've got someone to play in friendlies while everyone else is dicking off on that game. Um, But yeah, uh, good, uh, good, thanks for listening, uh, and good night, lads.